More Than Words, Episode 2. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host and I'm joined by our youth pastor, Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome, Pastor... Whoa. Hello. Who are you over there? And I'm not going to stop talking because you can't cut that out now. Because we're just going to leave that in. That is perfect way to start our podcast. To start the summer. Excellent. Yes, perfect yeah, way to start the summer. Great. In the midst of smoke and oh, everything again. else right now. Again, yeah. I felt like we had like, what, a week and a half of clarity? And yeah. Now, like, back, back to, to I thought it was done. I saw it like... Me I'm like, too. Sweet. We're done. It's over. Yeah. Nope. Nope. It's wonderful. I know. Well, we'll have to keep in prayer for our yeah. provincial neighbors that uh, the winds, I don't know, winds change or that it uh, rains even heavier over there. So. Yeah. Have they got much rain? I know we've got, we've gotten a lot of rain, I feel like in the last little like few days, but. You know, I hate to say that I don't actually know because the smoke went away and it kind of went out of the news and I didn't oh, it went look out into it. I don't feel like there's been any news since it was like no. biggest forest fire summer or whatever of yeah. Canada history. And then it was like, that was Gone. it. Anyway. I felt like there was more news on the smoke that was in the States than there actually was mm-hmm. on the fires. Yes. Is, yeah. Like, really? <laughs> I know. Yeah. But yeah. Today we are continuing our series called More Than Words. This is going to be a long series. Yes. Uh, we got a lot of material to go through. This probably Wonderful. takes us all the way through summer, even farther, potentially. We'll Perfect. see. But yeah, today we are going through the story of Elijah, talking mm-hmm. about literally more than words, an actual voice yeah. um, with God. And so I want to begin with reading 1 Kings uh, chapter 19, verses 11 to 13. Mm-hmm. This is when Elijah's on the mountain. Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a sound of a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, He wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And the voice said, what are you doing here, Elijah? It's a really interesting. There's a lot. It's it's confusing a little bit. It is a little confusing. Yeah. So we first we have this go out and stand before me on the mountain. The Lord told him. And as Elijah, you know, he went out there. He was like, okay. And the Lord passed by. And then a windstorm came, and it's like, okay, this is not not. Mm-hmm. Look, I just want to, I want us to pinpoint what Elijah would have been feeling in this moment. It's like, this is not great. He was already not in a great place mentally, yeah. but he goes he goes out now and stands, and a windstorm comes where rocks are torn loose from the mountains, and he's like watching all this happen. He's like, okay, back to the cave. Yeah, get <laughs> and, me out of here. And then an earthquake. Well, I wonder why God did that. Well, I don't know. Me neither. It's, it's curious to yeah. me. But but the earthquake happens and then the fire happens. But then when he hears this gentle whisper, he wraps his face in a cloak and he goes and he stands before God. And, you know, the voice says, what are you doing here, Elijah? So we have a really big instance I want to go through is that, first of all, in this in this passage, Elijah is on the run, declaring that he is the only follower of God left and wants to meet with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So God tells Elijah to come and step out of the cave and that he's saying, 
that he's staying in and waiting, you know, for God to come by. Mm-hmm. Then something very, like, it's really interesting that a very powerful windstorm comes rushing by, one strong enough to do all this, and then an earthquake, and, and then a fire. But it's interesting, the passage that says God was not in any of these. So does that mean he caused them, like he sent them to happen, but he wasn't, what does it mean by that? Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk more oh, about okay, it. Oh, okay, But know, you're just jumping ahead. I, like, I you're, am. You're on I'm the ball. Curious. I want to know. Yeah. Elijah's uh, many of Elijah's stories are very interesting. We yeah. wanted to, we want more information because it's so interesting. So, the thing though is, like a whisper, at the sound of this, that's when Elijah went at the whisper. Mm-hmm. And so, how did Elijah know that God wasn't in the fierce productions of fire and the earthquake, but could in the small whisper? And I think that's kind of what you're asking. How did, yeah. how really, he knew this because he learned to recognize God. Mm. That is a skill that is developed through the patient, the practice of regular meeting with God. Yeah. Elijah met with God constantly through prayer or going into special places where he kind of sit in the wilderness and be with God. Mm-hmm. That, he did that multiple yeah. times. So he's practiced this, listening to God, really tuning in to God, really focusing on what God is leading in him. Mm -hmm. One of the most difficult disciplines to learn for any Christian, any person who follows Jesus, is the ability to discern God's voice from all other distractions. Because let's be honest, the wind, the fire, and the earthquake were all distractions. Mm -hmm. They were all no, no, like, hide back in the cave, don't listen to anything. Hide back in the cave, don't listen to anything. Hide back in the cave, don't So was that not God? Was that some other spiritual force, you think? I believe so. You think that was maybe, like... I believe that's the enemy that we, that yeah. we talk about. I think huh. so. Kind of being like, no, this can't happen. I want you to fail. I want you... You need to be distracted. Go and... Yeah. Because Elijah is in this place because he wants to meet with God. He wants to do this. Yeah. So when God tells him, go out and stand before the mountain, and then all these terrible things happen... Elijah, I think, has two thoughts. What is going on? Why is God doing this to me? Mm-hmm. And the other thought could have been, well, there's multiple thoughts. <laughs> but yeah. why is this happening? Maybe I should be turning away from God. Or the other one Elijah is doing is, this isn't God. Like, this, yeah. this isn't it. My God, I know my God. This mm-hmm. is not what he does. And so I think... Elijah really focuses in and really understands who God's voice. And that's why it says a gentle whisper, mm-hmm. which many of us, when we think of a gentle whisper, we think of a very soft sound, a very yeah. just kind of like, hey, like it's okay now. Now you can come out. Now you can we can talk. And for as a Christian, it's very difficult in our world today to discern God's voice from all of our distractions. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have a rattling around in our head of all the distractions that we have, whether it is work or school or friendships or social media or the sports that we play or, oh my goodness, there's fire smoke from Quebec and oh, yeah. like, yeah, like all yeah. of these other things. And if you go on social media, there's so many political things being discussed yeah. in our country right now where it's just, it's everywhere mm-hmm. and it's distracting and it is just at the forefront of everything. And because of this, we often search for great and distingu- distinguishable signs from God. Mm. Usually we think it has got, like, like when we think of a voice from God, we think it's a mighty wind or an earthquake or a fire. God's just going to appear to us through those. Yeah. But to Elijah, it's a small whisper. Yeah. It actually says God was not in 
the wind and the fire and the earthquake. He wasn't part of that. It's a small whisper that he is found in. So in our, in our day today, I think we need to stop thinking so much that God's going to do this abrupt, big, massive display to me. Mm-hmm. What if it's just a small whisper? Yeah. Because let's be honest, when we talk to most people in our lives, a lot of people, when they talk about God really calling them or really reaching out to them, it's a small whisper. Yeah. Well, it's described in the Bible as a still small voice, a right? A still small voice. Yeah. And I think, I think part of it is because you need, we need to be in tune in our relationship with God. That is super important. We're going to talk more about that. Mm-hmm. But I think also because God, God only needs to do that because God knows that we can hear him. He doesn't need to yell. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be like, I really wanted to yell first thing, but I thought about all of our listeners' ears. Thank but, you. And mine? How <laughs> yeah. about mine? Yeah. Thanks, Wes. Yeah. But God doesn't need to be like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you, like, no, he's like, he calls us by name most yeah. of the time as well. Like, every time we hear God really talking with someone in scripture, he calls them by name. And that is of significant importance. Mm-hmm. Um. And something I don't think we focus on enough is that God knows all of us by name and actually calls us by name as well. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't matter where we are, who we are at that. Like, it doesn't matter. God reaches out and calls us by our name. Yeah. So reading through the Bible, we notice so many times there are more gentle whispers from God than burning bushes. Ah, interesting. If we want to hear God, I think we really need to learn to listen and recognize his voice. Yeah. And it, it is difficult, I would say. Like, some people would say, like, it's not as difficult as you may think. But I think it takes a lot of patience. And in our world today, we don't really have a lot of that. So, yeah. And speaking of our world today, often, I think, when people hear from God, he doesn't say what we expect him to say. Oh, absolutely. And, like, Jesus, his ministry on earth, we talk all the time about how counterculture... Wow, I I'm loving today. Did you bring me you need I need another coffee or something. Um countercultural his behavior and his message was. Mm. So I think sometimes we hear it and maybe not all the time, but we'll hear it and we'll be like, that doesn't sound like, you know, yeah. what I the messages I get or that sounds strange. Well, because it's so opposite of the yeah. world we live in that Yeah. You know. Well, we got to remember, like, we're called to be part of the world, but not of the world. Yeah, be in the world, not of the world. Yeah. And we have to think God as well within that is that God is not of the world either. Mm-hmm. So a lot of his responses are things that we're looking for, things we need. They're not of the world, which can confuse us sometimes, especially because yeah. no matter how many times we say we can't be of the world, really <laughs> how are we usually are. Yes. Like, let's be honest. Yep. And... It's, yeah, it's crazy to think about that a lot of the times God doesn't necessarily answer us in the way that we want, but it's actually the way that we need or the way that we need to go. It's always the way we need. Yeah. And so I want to ask you a question. Okay. When someone calls you, mm-hmm. can you usually tell who it is by the sound of their voice? Yes. Usually, right? You usually, tell- yeah. Like if my if one of my kids were to call me from across the house, I could probably tell you which one it is. Yeah. Like if you were able to call from like a family member from like somewhere, you can usually tell by their by yeah. their voice. Like, oh, it's this person. Even if my call display isn't working, yeah. Yeah, voice recognition. Yeah. Like we we have that where we can we can do that. Um, the reason you, you know we can recognize voice is because you know we've heard it a bunch of times. 
or mm-hmm. because of the time you spend together and the memories you have of that person. It's very easy for us to be able to do that. See, the voice of God can become like those for us mm-hmm. the more we spend time with God. So John, um, John 10, 27 says, the voice of God can become the same for those who spend time with him. Um, oh, sorry, that was not John 10, 27. Sorry. This is John 10, 27. <laughs> my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me and they follow him because they know his voice. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Sheep can remember a shepherd's mm-hmm. voice for years. Years. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was reading about that not too long ago. And they do. They yeah. just remember. Even well, if they maybe join a different herd or the shepherd's away for a while, they'll still yeah. recognize him. It's also the same with like dogs and scent. Yeah. Dogs recognize. I've seen videos where a dog meets its owner that hasn't seen for like a year or something like people coming back from on tour or um, yeah. with military. And the dog sees them and they're like, I don't really know who you are. It gets a little close, smells them a little bit, and then they freak out because they're like, yeah. oh my goodness, this is actually this person. Be- well, that's and that's how they use dogs to find, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, missing people and things. So there's there's this thing with our senses that we can begin to start to recognize things or people. Like a home-cooked, your mom's, mm. that special dish that yeah. your mom made where it doesn't matter, like as soon as you like taste it, you're like, like you just unlock childhood memories where yes. you're just like, oh my goodness. But with our with our hearing, we can actually learn to hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. If you want to recognize the voice of God when he's speaking to you, you must spend time with him. Mm-hmm. Like it's really important for us in our world today that we actually just need to spend time with God. Yes. It's, not, it's not stopping and being like, well, I will schedule 10 minutes next week. No, it's, <laughs> it takes time in every day. Take time daily to actually mm-hmm. spend time with God. And don't think of it as such a linear schedule blocking thing. Yeah. It can be random. It should be random. Like it, yeah. it doesn't need to be so like scheduled. I see I see videos sometimes on social media and of when a, when a guy goes to do a, a Bible reading, when a girl goes to do a Bible reading, and it shows a guy just go sit on a desk, open a, open a Bible, and just and start going. But the girl comes around and she sets the table up puts the Bible down, puts journal down, gets coffee, sets pens up, makes sure they're all good, and then goes. And I'm just like, but the, neither of these are, like, we don't need either. Either Yes, it's important to read, and however you do yeah. it, it's wonderful and amazing. But we can also have times in our day where it can be random and just be like, God, like, I'm, I just want to chat with you right now. I just, I'm just, I'm just going to talk out loud, yeah. and we're just going to see where this goes. I, I think it's one of the most beautiful things we can do because mm-hmm. it's such a natural conversation. It's not programmed. It's not blocked. It's not. Yeah. It's just natural. Yep. And I think that's a more. I think that's a much more beautiful connection that we can have mm-hmm. with God. So, what? Like, how does this actually relate in our lives? If we you know we're really thinking about, well, how do I actually hear God? How does it actually relate to our lives? There are voices in our lives that are undeniable, whether among a large crowd or standing from a distance. When when a voice speaks to you, speaks our name. Mm-hmm. It immediately has our attention. Like, who have you ever been like in a public place and you hear your name? Yeah, and you're just like, your head turns. And you're like, I swear I just heard my name called. And your friends yeah. are like, No, you're losing it. Yes. And you keep on. And you're just like, No, I swear I heard my name. And then five minutes later, you're like, Oh, there is another person with my name. We had that once uh, at a at a restaurant. Oh yeah. Beside us, I kept hearing Julie, and I kept turning. And sure enough, the little girl at the table next yep. door was Julie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Me, it's a lot more interesting because my name is Wesley. Yeah. So you don't hear it quite yeah. often. So when I hear another like someone saying Wesley, I like fully turn. I'm like, what is happening? Like me? Yeah. It must. It, it's either me or I've just met our Wesley, which is one of the highlights of my life because like <laughs> there's not many of us. Yep. But we're all amazing. Um, <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> wow, that was actually kind of hurtful. Oh, sorry. No, see how what I gotta deal with everyone. See, see how things happen. I I just get picked on so much. <laughs> okay, it's a little <laughs> bit mutual today. <laughs> so we recognize people's voices associated with our names when they call us. You know, friends, coaches, other people. It wasn't always this way though. We didn't immediately know people's voice. Recognition only came after listening to this person over and over again. Yes. God speaks to each of us consistently, and it takes it will take time to really recognize God's voice. The way um, we can actually do that and recognizing it is just training ourselves, spending more time with God, mm-hmm. going through Scripture, sitting in silence. Well, that's the other thing, right? Is you can't be like, "Hey, God, speak to me," and then just carry on doing your thing and be like well god didn't say anything you have to listen yeah and you have to do that like it's it's in the quiet it's a two-way street like Mm -hmm. we talk about a phone call like in a phone call they're speaking and there's also listening but Mm -hmm. how many times in our prayer do we actually sit and listen we i feel like we don't spend a lot of time in silent prayer so they i I heard once that prayer should be a dialogue not a monologue Mm, and too often we make it into a monologue yeah we're like hey god let me tell you absolutely amen yeah instead of we don't actually spend any silent time in prayer exactly where's so what's set a challenge then i would like i'm gonna do this i would like everyone to do and we're gonna we're gonna check in next podcast okay how it went but i want everyone sometime this week spend 10 minutes in silent prayer 10 minutes just sometime this week do you mean sitting quietly listening sitting quietly listening like go and like maybe say, talk to God, do something, but then just sit and just listen for a little bit yeah. and just allow God to speak into your life as well. And maybe we might not hear anything, but maybe there is something that needs yeah. to be said. Maybe God is speaking to us in a certain way. So I want to um, read another verse. Um, and this is John 10 verses two to five. And I want, uh, this is what I want us to finish on. Okay. So, but the one who speaks, sorry, I did it wrong already. Wow. It's a great day. It's, it's the contagious. smoke. It's the smoke. It's That's contagious. not blaming it on. Yeah. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them. And they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they do not know his voice. Hmm. That is such a great symbolic nature in that passage. Yep. And I really want people to focus and, and go and read it yourself and really mm-hmm. do some. Maybe that's your silent prayer right now is to go and listen, read that, listen to that verse and just focus in on that. Because that, that verse has so much weight to it yeah. about how we can actually know Jesus' voice. Mm-hmm. So as this week is kind of coming to a close and how maybe you're trying to figure out how do I actually hear God's voice? Spend some time in silent prayer Mm -hmm. and spend some time sitting with yourself. I think that 
it's a very healthy thing to do mm-hmm. something we don't usually do often but it, it, it can be really beneficial and healthy mentally emotionally and physically to be able just to do this and to center ourselves back on yeah. jesus exactly wow thank you pastor west that was a great uh, great suggestion and a great challenge for us this week so if you have any questions or you want to chat with pastor west you can reach him at west at waynefleetbic.com and my email address if you'd like to get in touch with me is julie at waynefleetbic.com so thank you so much for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you next week have a great week bye bye